Continue to ask yourself that question. Now, your answer may change over time, and that's fine. But do yourself this favor. Whatever your answer is, don't choose anything that will jeopardize your soul. That's Matthew McConaughey, and this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday. I hope you all had an amazing weekend and are ready for this week's clips because we have some amazing speakers lined up for you this week. But even more importantly, we have some amazing messages to share. And today, our featured speaker is here to talk about happiness, success, and how to find your true identity. Here's Matthew McConaughey. Enjoy. Happiness is an emotional response to an outcome. If I win, I will be happy. If I don't, I won't. It's an if-then, cause and effect, quid pro quo standard that we cannot sustain because we immediately raise it every time we attain it. You see, happiness, happiness demands a certain outcome. It is result-reliant. And I say, if happiness is what you're after, then you're going to be let down frequently, and you're going to be unhappy much of your time. Joy, though, joy is a different thing. It's something else. Joy is not a choice. It's not a response to some result. It's a constant. Joy is the feeling that we have from doing what we are fashioned to do, no matter the outcome. Now, personally, as an actor, I started enjoying my work and literally being more happy when I stopped trying to make the daily labor a means to a certain end. For example, uh, I need this film to be a box office success. I need my performance to be acknowledged. I I need the respect of my peers. All those are reasonable aspirations, but the truth is, as soon as the work the daily making of the movie, the doing of the deed became the reward in itself for me. I got more box office, more accolades and respect than I ever had before. See, joy is always in process. It's under construction. It is in constant approach, alive and well in the doing of what we're fashioned to do and enjoying it. Number four, define success for yourself. You already like that one? <laughs> Define success for yourself. Now, check this out. I'm in uh, south of New Orleans uh, a few years ago, and I went to a voodoo shop. Uh, and they had this, this, this wooden partition against the wall with these columns. And, and in these columns were all these vials of these magic potions, right? And the headings above each potion defining what they would give you were things like fertility, health, uh, family, legal health. Energy, forgiveness, money. <laughs> Guess which column was empty? Money. Let's admit it. Money is king today. It's what make the world, makes the world go round. It is success. The more we have, the more successful 
We are, right? Now, I would argue that our cultural values have even been financialized. Financialized. Uh, humility is not in vogue anymore. It's too passive. It's a get-rich-quick-on-the-internet-riches-15-minutes-of-fame world that we live in, and we see it every day. But we all want to succeed, right? So the question that we've got to ask ourselves is what success is to us, what success is to you. Is it more money? That's fine. I got nothing against money. I don't. Maybe it's a healthy family. Maybe it's a happy marriage. Maybe it's to help others, to be famous, to be spiritually sound, to leave the world a little bit better place than you found it. Continue to ask yourself that question. Now, your answer may change over time, and that's fine. But do yourself this favor. Whatever your answer is, don't choose anything that will jeopardize your soul. Prioritize who you are, who you want to be, and don't spend time with anything that antagonizes your character. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, man. It tastes sweet, but you will get cavities tomorrow, all right? Life is not a popularity contest. Be brave, take the hill, but first answer that question, what's my hill? So... Me, how do, I how do I define success for me, myself? Well, for me, it's a measurement of, uh, of five things. We got fatherhood. We got being a good husband. We got my health, mind, body, and spirit. We got career, and we got friendships. These are what's important to me in my life right now. So I try to measure these five things each day. I check in with them. I, I like to see whether or not I'm in the, uh, the, the debit section or the credit section with each one. Am I in the, in the red or am I in the black? You follow? For instance, sometimes say my career is rolling. All right, it's way up here in the black, but I see how my relationship with my wife maybe could use a little bit more of my attention. I got to pick up the slack on being a better husband. Get that one out of the red. Or say my spiritual health could use some maintenance. It's down here, but hey, man, my friendships and my social life, they're in high gear, right? I got to recalibrate, checks and balances. I got to go to church, remember to say thank you more often, something. But I got to take the tally because I want to keep all five in healthy shape. And I know that if I don't take care of them, if I don't keep up maintenance on them, one of them is going to get weak, man. It's going to dip too deep into the debit section. It's going to go bankrupt. It's going to get sick, die even. So first, we have to define success for ourselves. And then we have to put in the work to maintain it. Take that daily tally. Tend our garden. Keep the things that are important to us in good shape. I mean, let, let, let's admit it. We've all got two wolves in us. A good one and a bad one. And they both want to eat. The best I can tell, we just got to feed that good one a little more than the other one. Here we go. Number five. Process of elimination <laughs> is the first step to our identity, a.k.a. where you are not is as important as where you are. All right, 1992, I got my first job as an actor. Three lines, three days work, and a film called Dazed and Confused. All right. All right, all right, all right. There we go. So this director of that film, Richard Linkletter, he kept inviting me back to set each night, putting me in more scenes, which led to more lines, all of which I happily said yes to. 
I mean, I'm having a blast. People are telling me I'm good at what I'm doing, and they're writing me a check for $325 a day. I mean, hell yeah, give me more scenes. I love what I'm doing. Well, by the end of the shoot, by the end of the film, those three lines had turned into over three weeks' work, and it was mine. It was Wooderson's 1970 Chevelle that we went to go get Aerosmith tickets in, man. Yeah, it was badass. <laughs> well, a few years ago, I'm watching this film again, and I noticed two scenes that I really shouldn't have been in. And one of these scenes, my character Wooderson, I, I, I exit screen left to head somewhere, and then I re-enter the screen and to double-check if any of the other characters wanted to go with me. Now, in re-watching the film, and you'll agree if you know Wooderson, <laughs> Wooderson's not a guy who would ever say, later, and then come back to see if you were sure you didn't want to go. Now, when Wooderson leaves, Wooderson is gone. He does not stutter, step, flinch, rewind, ask twice, or solicit. You know what I'm talking about. Wooderson has better things to do, like liking those high school girls, man, because I get older and they stay the same age. The point is, I should not have been in that scene. I shouldn't have come back. Should have exited screen left and never come back. But back then, making my first film, getting invited back to the set, cashing that check and having a ball, I wanted more screen time. I wanted to be in the scene longer and more and come back into the scene, right? But I shouldn't have been there. Wooderson shouldn't have been there. It is just as important where we are not as it is where we are. Look, the first step that leads to our identity in life is usually not, I know who I am, I know who I am. That's not the first step. The first step's usually, I know who I am not. Process of elimination. Defining ourselves by what we are not is the first step that leads us to really knowing who we are. You know that group of friends that you hang out with that, that, that really might not bring out the best in you? You know, they, they gossip too much or they're kind of shady. They really aren't going to be there for you in a pinch. Or how about that bar that we keep going to that we always seem to have the worst hangover from? Or that computer screen, right? That computer screen that keeps giving us an excuse not to get out of the house and engage with the world and get some real human interaction. Or how about that food that we keep eating, the stuff that tastes so good going down and makes us feel like crap the next week when we feel lethargic and we keep putting on weight? Well, those people, those places, those things, stop giving them your time and energy. Just don't go there. I mean, put them down. And when you do this, when you do put them down, when you quit going there, and you quit giving them your time, you inadvertently find yourself spending more time and in more places that are healthy for you, that bring you more joy. Why? Because you just eliminated the who's, the where's, the what's, and the when's that were keeping you from your identity. Like, trust me, too many options, <laughs> I promise you, too many options will make a tyrant of us all. All right, so get rid of the excess, the wasted time. Decrease your options. And if you do this, you will have accidentally, almost innocently, put in front of you what is important to you by process of elimination. Knowing who we are is hard. It's hard. So give yourself a break. Eliminate who you are not first, and you're going to find yourself where you need to be.
Big thanks to Matthew McConaughey for stopping by. You can connect with him on Instagram at officially McConaughey and check out his first and most recent New York Times bestselling book, Green Lights, which you can pretty much pick up anywhere where books are sold. And I'll have all the links to the entire clip as well as all the links to connect with him in the show description. And before you go, please follow the show on Spotify podcast, share it or subscribe on your favorite podcast player app. And that's a wrap for me. I will see you back here Wednesday where we'll have a very animated, funny and heart centered speaker returning to the show. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.